2: Welcome back. It's Creatures of the Night, y'all. Hey, don't jump all at once, guys. Here we are. It's 11-11, right, Jason? It's 11-11. Make a fucking wish. The Creatures are here to get fucking weird tonight.
3: This is uh, the 11:11 episode, and uh, we, usually we discuss who's going to open the show before we hit live, and we didn't tonight. So, uh, so way to jump in. Chris.
2: So hey, you, you say, why don't you hit live? Oh man, you shouldn't have hit live. I can't fucking win. But anyway, here we are. Say
3: your thing. It feels like a it feels like a weakness in the production. I gotta say, I mean,
4: I, <laughs> <there's>, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm to not gonna refer- lie to you.
3: It feels like something a producer would say to us. but It
4: definitely seems yeah. as though that sounds like it's the producer's responsibility. Yeah, but I'm not pointing my
3: finger at Florida, but I'm also sort of pointing my finger at Florida. Anyway, look, we're here. It's 11-11. Like you said, I couldn't have said it better. Make a fucking wish, and here we are. Not what you wished for, but these are the creatures you get, right? They may not be the creatures you deserve, but these are the creatures you have. And we are here tonight to regale you with some shit that really only Adam knows about. I'm, I'm here to, <laughs> for the ride. I'm here for the ride, baby. So uh, let us introduce the third the third, and and possibly most important uh, co-host of Creatures of the Night. He's the man to my left. His name is Adam motherfucking Simmons. We got air supply stuck in our head. That was our pre-show is I got air supply stuck in everyone's fucking head. What's up, Adam?
4: Yeah, thanks for that, dude. Uh, so uh, unbeknownst to me, I'm the guy who's going to be carrying this episode. So that's going to go great. Uh, but it is 11. It was,
3: was until five minutes ago
4: how dare oh, yeah, you yeah you do you know I'm you know sicko mode or whatever culture. i'm he's not the guy he's the guy from Fortnite, bro you know what that is, is.
3: dating is he dating uh fucking one of
4: kardashians. the kardashians yeah
3: like, I, I don't i'm not even happy that i know that i'm actually upset that i know that
4: you, you should be because you're a big happy. old idiot i'm a um, big old idiot so as we alluded to earlier this is our 11:11 episode and uh as far as numerology is concerned, Chris, uh, it's it's a very important day to open portals into different dimensions and put forth a uh, proper foot into the next coming millennia, as they say. And uh, uh, someone's friend, not my friend, not your friend, uh, Travis Scott did that indeed, and we will be getting into that. We were going to do an episode on the Vatican and all of the satanic ritual cult imagery and things of that nature that are all around
2: i feel like the vatican Vatican sitting you manifested astral and
4: here the fuck we are yeah Uh, you did a whole a whole ass satanic blood ritual happened in texas not three days ago uh today is the 11th that happened on the 8th if i'm not mistaken but before we do that this and every episode of The Creatures of the Night is sponsored by Onnit. Go to ONNIT.com right now to use code word Creatures and get, uh, Chris, what, 15, 10, 25?
2: 10 beautiful percent off.
4: 10 beautiful percents off of all of their supplements right now at Onnit.com. Onnit is a health and wellness juggernaut. Who uses earth-grown nutrients, cutting-edge science, and time-tested strategies to help you re- reach your peak performance? Use code word "creatures" at checkout, <laughs> and you'll get ten percent off of all of the supplements. We can't do anything about the kettlebells. We can't do anything about the uh, really comfy t-shirts, but you should most certainly do that. Jason, what are some of your favorite Onnit products?
3: Well, I like the Alpha Brain. I think if you want to be a big old idiot like me, take you some alpha <laughs> Uh, You know what? I'm, I'm in a great mood about being called an idiot by two of my closest friends, my dearest friends. I love you guys so much. And, and it's like uh, two minutes in, you're just calling me an idiot. But you know what? I take new mood, and that also helps me be emotionally resilient against assholes like you guys that want to come Emotionally on
2: resilient.
3: I like that. Emotionally it. resilient. Yeah. Yeah. So you uh,
4: new mood, new mood is...
3: Helps you put fucking words together. Go buy some.
4: Uh, new mood is five HTP and L tryptophan. It actually helps you sleep as well. Yeah. Um, I'd like to show you uh, stack that with Alpha Brain and a cup of coffee and send a yourself chemical, a chemical right there.
3: That that fucking organic chemical. That's that's all up in that fucking shroom tech. It's in my fucking brain right now. It's activating fucking neuronal synapses and shit like that. I got an erection. Dude, if
4: you I'm say awesome. neuronal one more time, I'm gonna fucking drive up to New England and dick smack you. I wish Please. you were, neuronal. Dial it back. Uh, Not only do they have all of that silly shit that Jay was just talking about, but they have quite possibly the greatest multivitamin collection known to mankind, total human, of which I take every other day because it's incredibly expensive and I don't want my pee to turn neon green so I don't take too many vitamins. Also, I'm a useless fat piece of shit. So uh, go to onnit.com. And use the code <laughs> creatures for 10% off. Thanks. See ya. Oh my God. Oh, mama, Grand Jan. Jan.
3: Come <laughs> on. We're not even through the ad read yet, and she's had enough <laughs> F word. I'm sorry, mom. Thank you for tuning in, Grand. Love Jan. you,
4: Grand Jan.
3: Oh, Kaz is still alive. Oh, man. I was texting Kaz the other day. Dude, you have me so worried. I was so worried for you. Good. I don't want about- to. What's the name of Kaz's company? Oh, Official.com. O H F I S H L.com. It's not spelled how you normally spell it, guys, but please go to official.com. That's O H F I S H L.com. This man, Kaz, the owner and purveyor of fine goods over there at official, he has got some wonderful hats. The t shirts are incredible. I got a couple of those. I know you guys got a couple of those. The vibe off of his fucking clothing slaps 100%. I don't even know what words I'm using right now, but I'm pretty sure it describes his clothing. I want you to go use code <laughs> CREATURES when you fucking check out. alright You're going to save 25% on your first order, and you're going to go back for many more orders because his shirts, they're fucking awesome. The hats. He's got bracelets. Man, I was wearing that fucking beaded bracelet when I when I fucking slapped my kid. Mm, yeah, that's the one. Great shit over there. At official, I got a little Buddha. I got a little Buddha statue who wears it as a necklace. <laughs> I should put it on my Buddha statue. I went and cleared out my office and uh, they're closing the office because you know, thanks COVID. So I don't, I don't even have an office to like optionally go into anymore. So I went to go clean all the shit out from my desk, my personal belongings, and I got my little gold Buddha statue. So that's a good idea. He should wear them as Buddha beads. Buddha beads. Uh, last
2: but yeah. not least, we are also sponsored by Hemp Balm CBD, the official CBD partner of the Creatures of the Night. Hemp Bombs are specifically formulated to provide consumers with a quality CBD product at an affordable price. The many benefits of Hemp Bombs include reduced anxiety, increased sense of relaxation, reduction of aches and pains, mood enhancement, and deeper, more restful sleep. Uh, hemp bombs come in a wide variety of products including oils gummies suckers vapes and even products for your pet use code creatures at hemp bombs.com to save 20 percent on your entire order hemp bombs.com
4: i love hemp bombs too
2: what was that um
4: <laughs> what what the fuck was that was that your op tracker that's my op tracker <laughs> that's the cia paging <laughs> me right now the cia is like say
3: no more
2: It sounded like that Captain Marvel pager, dude. You got that big oversized pager from uh, Nick Fury going off right now?
3: Yeah, I'm calling Captain Marvel to come jerk me off onto this fucking table. (laughs) Come on, Captain Marvel. I don't need you to fight off any Kree or some dumb shit like that, but you know, a handjob would be nice. Sorry, Mom.
4: So as we alluded to before the uh, super-powered handjob, sorry, Grand Gen, we were going to do a whole episode on the imagery of satanic cultism and Saturnism and and Kronos and all this other shit. And then Travis Scott went and he- said, hey, shit. hold my beer. And uh here we are, <laughs> Chris. I mean, not for nothing. I'm I was going to just dome this, but I was just reading over your notes. This is an incredibly comprehensive list of notes you have here, young man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you on a journey.
2: Me? I'll take you on a journey. I've uh, I've compiled what we know, official story Jones style. Feel free to interject with uh with what I'm uh what I'm going to narrate for you and then we can get into uh what we all really know happened and how this was an energy harvest and a blood ritual sacrifice to the dark arts. Grr, we out here.
3: I love that plan. Let's start with the facts. Let's get into what has transpired. And then let's dig into the symbolism underneath that. Okay. I love it.
2: Feel, for, feel free to uh, to interject as uh, as you feel
3: fit. But I will tell you, Chris, that I want to say at the beginning. That's of- not what he meant. <laughs> I'm going to do it now. I'm going to go ahead. He just said to do it. I'm going to do the thing he told me to do. I want to say thank you for the notes. I read them in their entirety while i was putting my daughter to sleep prior to this show so thank you very much for those and i've read them all every word of them
4: ironically enough travis scott also put other people's children to sleep uh, this week so you guys have that in common Yeah, uh, <laughs> christian
2: so uh what we know uh what the story goes is uh eight people were killed and uh, hundreds were injured at travis scott's astroworld music festival in houston
3: houston texas at nrg park or energy as it were yeah. why do you think they call it nrg park i mean obviously it sounds like energy are they trying to say that like there's there's like uh energy here like a live music kind of like a performance and it's like you're gonna have a great time here because the energy is awesome is that what they're trying to say by name i believe
4: it i believe that is the name of the company
3: i, I was gonna say i'm sure what it's
4: a, a sponsorship In nrg
2: so this was at 9.30 p.m. Friday, November the 5th, uh, after concert goers surged toward the stage during the rapper's headlining set. The dead ranged in age from 14 to 27. 25 people were hospitalized. The youngest patient is just 10 years old. Some people appear 14, to have been man. trampled. Uh, about 50,000
3: were attending the show. That's too young to lose your life. 14, That's uh, that hurts me.
2: Well, I, what I'm tripping on is the 10. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. When I was 10 years I know. old- I went to my first concert and it was the fucking Beach Boys, dude. I mean like come that on. 10-year-old
3: bro. is fucking lit going to a fucking Astro World and you. and fucking that 10-year-old probably got high as shit went to Astro World.
4: Well, fucking- well, here's the craziest thing about this Astro World is, is that the concert for this festival was like I mean the the ticket for this concert festival was like $450. Oh, that's awesome. It's like fucking Drake and this guy and like a couple yeah. of, and then it's like, it, a it's ten-year-old unreal. Like, like a 10 year old has a $450 <laughs> ticket. That's nuts! Right? like, did you guys God, ever do any of
2: these in, in your day? Did you ever do the festivals? Do you have experience attending? Oh, of course.
4: These? And I mean, not look, we're going to, we're going to get into uh, like hip hop and the hip hop culture and, and how I think that. Because the last couple of years, as shown to us by the plunge when we were all hanging out in New Jersey for the first time, they are yeah. uh, uh, Someone else just died last night. They were taken off uh, life support. Uh, Thanks, guys. Uh, Also, guys, if you're just listening to this on Spotify or your favorite podcast listening device, uh, we do this live. Uh, We're live on Facebook and on YouTube and on Twitch uh, at Creatures. Pod, night Creatures Pod, or you could just uh, find the Inner Circle Podcast Network, and uh, you can come and hang out in the chat with the boys and Grand Jan. Uh, always <laughs> Grand here, is long gone. Fucking rock and roll. <laughs> Grand Jan's um, holding that shit down. She's like Travis. Love Scott. fucking love Grand. She's like he's a poser, uh, that, but anyway, like I think, bitch. I think that uh, as indicated by the conversations that we were having before we were the creatures of the night with the Plunge Podcast, uh, also part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, that. Uh, hip-hop was going through its emo phase right with all the crybaby all my friends are dead and i'm sad and all this stuff and now potentially they may be going through their goth phase you know where like oh like satan's dope like i'm tired of being sad i'm gonna become nihilistic so i think that there's like a whole lot of imagery that's tied to that so we're gonna figure it out along the way but
2: yes jason elmy
3: i have a question I remember the educational session that we had with The Plunge that day a few years ago where they taught us all about these different rappers I had never heard of because they were all like mumble rap SoundCloud dudes like you said. Was Travis Scott one of the rappers they taught us about? Correct, sir. Fuck, I completely forgot. I didn't know who this guy was. Literally, I did not know who this guy was. Maybe I've heard his music and I'm just not aware of the person, but I've never heard of Travis Scott before. Like last weekend, you guys were... Telling me about or or yeah, last weekend you guys were telling me about the shit that went down. I was looking into it. I was like, this is crazy. Like, who is this new white rapper named Travis Scott? It was just it like <laughs> it sounds like such a like a a bank name. Like you're taking out a loan. My we'll name st- is hey, Travis
2: Scott. We'll stick a pin in that yeah. thought, Jay, because we'll touch on his name too later on down the line.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that.
2: What that's it's funny you bring up that point, though, Adam, because that's one thing I was going to say what I was thinking through this whole thing is when did hip hop turn into like metal? Because when we were kids, it was like Slayer and Ozzy Osbourne bit a head mm-hmm. off a bat. And oh, my God. you know, yeah, And I mean, and so
4: so I've been to thousands of concerts. I've been to hundreds of festivals. I pretty much have done just about all of them, except uh, I've never seen Air Supply Live, which is a uh, a great regret that I live with to this you know, day.
3: They're still touring. I think they're still out touring. They've gone as recently as 2018, I
4: believe. So we could make that happen. We can We can Jersey, definitely make that happen. I'm driving down. If they come to Jersey, we're going to go together. <laughs> Great. Fuck. Yeah, awesome. I can't wait. You know, if they go to Tampa, let's just fly in for air supply. Let's fucking make it happen. You know what I mean? Hey, I have. Uh, seen, but yeah, uh, I mean, I literally,
2: I have seen rat with poison here in Tampa. So, I mean, it's not out of the realm.
4: That sounds the most like the most Tampa shit I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I do uh, did. I you also get it. Did you get a hand job while wearing jean shorts in the parking lot? Because
2: I'm not at liberty to discuss. Gentleman doesn't kiss and tell. Uh...
4: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> got it. To this. But anyway, so, you know, I've been to Ozfest. I've done every year of Warp Tour since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. You know, Sounds of the Underground. I've gone to, I was uh, discussing this with a friend of mine. I've seen Guar live. So if oh. you don't know who Guar, yeah.
3: I got hit by a guy in Guar. Fucking right on my head, like boom. He was like <laughs> in that big fucking. He was in the big dude. I, I can tell this story. I haven't thought about Guar in like two decades. Okay, get this. So I'm at fucking Dragon Con Atlanta. You guys have heard of Dragon Con. So, of Gwarf, course, Guar makes a, an annual appearance at Dragon Con. They play like a concert there. So I'm fucking there. I'm getting lit. I'm like ready to watch fucking Guar. And this dude's, he's on this. I guess he's standing in this thing. He's like eight feet tall, right? And he's like this giant, uh, I don't know, like Conan, like Mongoloid yeah. Conan guy with a big sword in his hand. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's got this, like cod piece. And it's like a spike sticking out where his dick would be. And I just fucking run over there. That yeah, like, sounds- I fucking grab it, and pretend to start sucking on it. And he takes the fucking sword and just goes, boom, on my fucking head. And about fucking knocking. <laughs> and I was sitting there on the ground like I just got the fucking knocked upside the head by fucking guar best memory
4: it's amazing (laughs) (laughs)
3: Uh, Uh, i'm fucking embarrassed now. yes so so
4: if you don't know so if you don't know guar they're like aliens with giant dicks that pretend to cut the president's head off and just spray blood into the crowd and shit i have never okay there's only been one time in my entire life where i've felt like i was unsafe at a show and it was hellfest 2004 there's a band called bad luck 13 and they are notorious for having not mosh pits but fights like they show up with baseball bats wrapped in barbed wire yeah no i mean they're like they were throwing like tubes of glass into the car and everyone that was there to watch that band was like, yo, this is where I'm fucking people up. Like they basically tore the whole fucking place down. Luckily it happened at this place called Rexplex, which is a giant like center for like all different kinds of sports. And it happened on a basketball court. And there is um like a banister uh, or like a, like a catwalk that goes over top of it so that you can go to the other side. So I just stood up on there and watched all this there's like a a severed pig's head there's light bulbs being thrown there is like madness and i was like thankfully i'm fucking 20 fucking feet above all of this madness that's going on and like people are like loving this shit that was the only time and granted there were maybe 100 other bands that played that day, and every other experience I've had at Hellfest, I, I felt super safe, and and the hardcore community is super loving and super caring. But like Bad Luck 13, they're like, we're here to fucking kill people. It's time to kill people, and everyone was just like, yeah, dope. Uh, but it was never on like some let's do it for Satan. Uh, we're going to oh, yeah. have the all seeing eye and shit. This is just like we want to be the most radical, like eh, fucking we're here to fuck shit up kind of stuff.
2: Well, that's Um, what I was going to say too. There was always kind of an etiquette, you know, when you got into those situations. Like people, you were fucking like even when you're down, like in a mosh pit, you know, you're fucking slamming your body around, but people picking you up. You know, if you fall down, they're picking you up. If you're, you know, like getting knocked around, they bring you to the edge. Like it's always everybody looking out for each other, and that doesn't sound like uh, anything of what happened here at all. But like you said, again, no, uh, it seemed orchestrated by the performer
3: yeah i mean there are some vibes where it's like you feel even though you're in this situation where maybe you're in a mosh pit or maybe you're experiencing some uh like really crazy shit but you still get this feeling like um you know people aren't really looking to stomp you to death right like if you fall down they're gonna help you up so they can keep bumping into you whatever
4: uh so i've like i've broken my nose i've had glasses break i've torn shirts and stuff like that and you kind of like you know what you're signing up for when you go and you dance a, a, at a show when you're in the pit and you're just like you're throwing hands someone else is gonna throw hands you know yeah. what i mean and, and it's again it's not like um i never felt safe kind of thing sure um and it never felt like a fucking blood sacrifice that's for sure
2: well i mean you know, we you th- to like
4: you said there's always there's always um you know the understanding is is that if i fall somebody's gonna pick me up
2: oh absolutely Getting back to the official story, we didn't get too far into it there was a surge, you know, the people, you know, it's up to the death count is up to nine now, countless people hospitalized. It says at this point it's unclear if any single event triggered the chaos or if it was a combination of factors at the sold-out venue. Public safety authority statement and witness accounts provide some information about what happened. Houston fire chief Sam Pena said the crowd for whatever reason began to push and surge towards the front of the stage, which caused people in the front to get compressed and they were unable to escape. Now what I heard just today in doing a little bit of research was It wasn't like... For some reason, in quotes, there was a countdown clock on the on the main stage, like counting down the time for when he was going to come on. And multiple people have reported that the DJs were playing some weird frequency, like you could hear like some weird tone and frequency getting like played, and like everyone was like just fucking on eleven, like whatever it was. Now that that might be, he's got that psychedelic style of like you know hip hop, rap, rock type shit, you know. So it might have just been his vibe, or it might have been some shit. Cause, I mean, like, you know, dude, I buy into the frequency shit. I sleep with them fucking binaural beats in my head every goddamn night. This shit affects your brain, man. So if they were playing some sort of, let's just say, I don't know, fucking uh, uh, crazy, you know, like, we're going to play
3: this tone and everyone goes MK Ultra fucking psycho. I mean, like, that could yeah, be a thing too. Sound. So yeah, like, something like that. I mean, honestly, I don't even think that's. We talk a lot of crazy shit on here about like Hitler being alive and hanging out with reptiles in Antarctica. Okay. That's kind of a wild claim, and I will admit, but the idea that there have been developed by possibly some three-letter entity CIA, but possibly developed some device that can affect the mind of a user using uh, sound waves is not even that crazy. You guys heard the story from a few years ago about the embassy that got attacked using this uh, very focused and directed sound waves that made everybody in the embassy sick. it happened, I think in Cuba and it happened in China, where American embassies were targeted by this device, and the the audio frequencies weren 't even like human ear hearable it 's not like you heard something, but they would hit the the center with these focused and directed sound waves that weren 't affecting the other you know the populace they were just honed in on the the um on the consulate and 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 they were affecting Americans there and making them like really sick they had to evacuate some guys so if you guys haven't heard of that go google that and read about that because there are sound based weapons that can trigger all sort of terrible feelings feelings like sea, like really really intense like sickness seasickness they fuck with your inner ear i mean this is not even like fringe science fiction stuff this is real stuff that has been deployed against Americans in Other nations already. So it's not even that crazy to me to think that they could put something like this out there and they could focus it on a crowd, even a big one like this one, focus it on a crowd and direct these people in certain ways, apply some pressure to them, get them moving in a certain direction. And unfortunately, in this case, it sounds like it got some people squished.
2: Well, I have a couple of first-hand accounts of people that were here, too, uh, if you'd like to uh, if you'd like to hear what some people's experiences were. Absolutely.
4: Uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: An ICU, ICU nurse by the name of Madeline Eskins that was in attendance at the festival said the situation escalated quickly as the countdown clock neared the moment when Scott would appear. She and her boyfriend arrived at the stage around 6 to land a spot near the front, and 30 minutes before he took the stage, the crowd got more and more packed. Quote, all of a sudden people came pressed up against each other, pushed forward and backward. As the timer got close, it got worse and worse. I had constant pressure on my chest. I was being squeezed right when he started performing his first song. I looked at my boyfriend and said, we have to get out of here. Another concert goer, Alexis Galvin said, once he started, all hell broke loose. All of what what is to be 50,000 people ran to the front, compressing everyone together with little air available. Luckily, I have mosh pit experience and I'm six feet tall, so I could at least put my head up to breathe, but others weren't so fortunate. So, I mean, it, it sounds, Literally, like he was creating a, a hell on Earth environment.
4: Yeah, that would be well, hell on Earth too. Getting even, crushed
3: by everyone around. Even, you. even
4: if you want to get into it further, when he started, he opened with that countdown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the words "See you on the other side" popped ah. up, and then the rings around him. Uh, we have a, a photo of the the stage or whatever, but the rings around opened up like fire rings, like you're going through a portal. And then doves flew out of that portal that were on fire. Yeah. So here's the stage. Yeah. Right there. This is the stage. Those rings that you see at the top, they started to glow red and then flaming doves as in the destruction of peace. If we're going to go super deep into symbology here, we're just going to fucking we're going to dive right into the deep end here. Can you read what Uh, that
2: that text says? I know it's kind of small on the share.
4: The uh the cross is a symbol of death and sacrifice uh to life to God uh manifesting transformation. But the the cross itself is an is an inverted cross, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. So it's an inverted cross going into a portal that looks like it's going into hell.
2: That's nuts. That visual is just nuts.
4: Yeah, it's a little bananas to me.
3: Dude, it really does. I mean, the the that lower image that you were just projecting there, Chris. And for listeners who are not catching this uh, video on on um, Facebook or YouTube, it it is the uh, image of this stage, kind of as if you're an audience member looking upon it, and there are like fountains, like almost like Bellagio fountains, but it's like flame shooting up. It's exactly what Dante described, right? As as what hell looked like. It's what every early Renaissance, late medieval, and early Renaissance painter used. To, like that's the
4: imagery they used to depict yeah. hell was this it's a giant flaming mountain with a portal inside of it yeah. with fire yeah. bellowing from the ground yeah
3: yeah fire going everywhere i mean it looks like the absolute last place you would want to spend eternity well it's funny you mentioned that even too about the uh, the painters too
2: because that's you know what we yes. have, that's what we have here this uh this yes. you know whatever century painting of like the the people going into uh-huh. hell through the mouth 13th century and then you look yeah. at you look at what you walk into to get to the festival, you know. I mean, and you know what we say, dude. There's no coincidences. It's it's, it's that it's,
3: is an incredible I mean, go back to the painting. I'm sorry for you guys who are listening, but um we'll we'll put a, a link to an image of the painting in the show notes. But the painting is obviously like um early renaissance it's got that kind of renaissance like depth of field it's got good use of light and shadow but it's still very abstract i mean it's this crazy image of of things going all over the place it's hell and in the upper the center but kind of up towards the the, the top you've got this image of of like satan and he's like uh, this almost looks like a toad and he's like spreading his mouth open wide so that people can enter hell through this mouth right this gaping maw and then when you when you scroll over chris to show the entrance to Astro World, and it's i'm presuming that's travis scott and you have to walk through this giant gaping mouth to get in and it really looks like remarkably reminiscent of that painting it's it's really wild that I don't – it's hard for me to believe that they, they weren't aware of that painting going into the design of that structure that they had to build for this concert. It's it's ridiculous.
4: And as as far as the imagery is concerned, if you can go back to the original painting, it's commonly referred to as Hell's Mouth. Yeah, Horonius Heron- uh, Bosch, it, he, he's done like – To get back to what we were saying about metal, they use his imagery in like Slayer posters and shit. They're like, oh, this is dope. The nine levels, the 13 levels of hell, whatever, whatever. So, this is hell's mouth. And this is people being funneled in and tortured and devoured by a demonic entity to further their uh, perpetual state of decay. As you can see in the top right, it's, uh, you know, the flaming bodies, people hanging, shit like that. Yeah, and uh, shout out to the chat again. Uh, Zeus in here just dropping mad knowledge beans. Uh, We are going to get into this dark art shit that he is fucking with. He is trying to be like some sort of occultic dark wizard, and uh, he is going to fuck his whole shit up. And also, um, because it was such a hit last time, we officially have a wizard shit fucking layover.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: yes. Well, that, I, that's, a good, that's a good spot to interject this, because this is a question I'm thinking, okay? I've heard a lot of people speculate a lot of shit about Travis Scott, okay? Do you think he's some dark arts magician? He's some wizard that's trying to, to manifest this, this shit, and he's fucking with the dark arts, or he's literally a demon, or potentially possessed by a demon that's controlling his, his okay. actions? These are, okay, these but are, so we also they, have to consider I mean,
3: the idea that he is a guy who is trying to get rich by getting attention. Okay, right? that, that's an option too. You have to consider that that's an option at least.
4: And okay. and and for- well, I mean, here here they could be they they could be one and the same. They're not, you know, they're they're not like look at yeah. Led Zeppelin. Okay, like literally Led Zeppelin. End all be all. That's it. Motherfucker bought Aleister Crowley's house and wrote an entire album and then decorated their album with dark arts, wizardry, black magic, occultic fucking symbolism. And everyone's just like, oh, Stairway to Heaven's the shit. But like, my man sold his soul to the devil, like, wrote out a contract, signed it in his own blood, Ooh, Robert stole Point? music. Yeah stole music um who what's their guitar player's name jimmy page jimmy page jimmy page uh was a fucking straight up occultist no shit. and everyone's just like oh led zeppelin's tight i like them because they got that fucking that t-shirt that my mom wore in that picture when she was a kid so you know, know like we know that it, like it we, happens we've we've talked a moment ago about
3: how like there are these technologies that allow these sounds to be played that might have an influence on the human psyche, the human brain, the human nervous system that, that cause us to behave in such a way. Now, do you think that perhaps some of these artists and musicians like Travis Scott, like Led Zeppelin that you just mentioned are perhaps they are putting out music as their form of entertainment because music is a very powerful tool. It moves us. I mean, all music not just the satanic shit it really gets into your soul emotionally like we're over here like even the nights are better it just gets stuck in you you know and you start like jamming along with it but but are you able to weaponize that music the music's appeal to the human species are you able to weaponize that if you're a satanist and embed shit into your music and people are like fucking jamming out to led zeppelin and they don't even realize they're listening of course satanic of Well, Absolutely, they're a, they're Frequency, they're not even able to fucking hear their human look, ears
4: look, but they're not,
3: idiot, And they're gonna fucking go to hell when they die because they listen to Led Zeppelin, goddamn.
4: I am not, thank you, Uncle Randy, for joining the chat. I am not a Bible beater by any stretch of the imagination. Now, upon meeting and becoming greater friends with you and my experiences with, you know, illicit substances and speaking to entities and other dimensions and things of that nature, I'm becoming more in tune with the you can, God body you can and, say spiritual. and things of that nature.
2: You can say spiritual. Yeah, I'm
4: becoming more spiritual, right? Spiritualist. Um,
2: I know it's got a negative but, connotation. You don't want to appear woo-woo, like, you know, whatever, but you can right. be spiritual. I'm very spiritual. I'm not I'm not religious at all, dude. Like, not even right. a little bit, but, but I'm very but spiritual. The,
4: the most evil thing that the devil has ever done is convince people that he wasn't the devil, Good right? God. And even... Even in old folklore, right? The devil played a fiddle, right? He played music that he was enchanting. He went yeah. down to right? Georgia. He went down to Georgia. He Charlie was looking for some souls to steal. <laughs> like Charlie Daniels, Daniels knew. Uh, knew and then Charlie Daniels whooped that ass. And now he's come back as Travis I Scott.
3: Say, I like the devil's version of that song. I like the, when the devil has his solo and then Johnny's got his solo and Johnny supposedly wins. I'm like get the fuck out of here because I'm voting yeah, no. for the devil. His no, fucking the devil solo way better. His yeah, son, the
4: devil ribs.
3: Devil solo slapped, and Johnny's all like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna hang out yeah. with losers in
4: heaven when I die.
3: They had the refs yeah. from the Steelers um, game the other night judging
2: that contest.
4: One hundred percent hot take. one hundred percent. It is part of black magic, dude. It's part of you know hypnotism. There's chanting. There's yeah. distraction. There's uh lulling all the things that you could you're going to tell me right now that when your daughter goes to sleep and you play her a lullaby that's not hypnotism well i mean
3: it it definitely helps it definitely helps set the mood for like it's sleepy time now we've got a little device that my grandmother uh r.i.p uh granny she passed away earlier this year at 93 but before she did she gave us this nice little music this little music box and it's got a little button it changes tunes but they're like a twinkle twinkle little star and shit and it projects these stars on the ceiling and so it plays this nice little tune it projects these little stars on the ceiling and she's laying there and she falls asleep to this shit but just as you said it it lulls you it puts you music puts you in a mood that's why music is used so heavily in film too because whatever mood the filmmakers want to elicit it will invoke yeah yeah the music is gonna do that it's gonna put you in that mood and and it, it 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 interfaces like directly with our soul whatever you want to call it heart soul whatever They're the part of us that's spiritual the part of us that 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 is is greater than the physical it in a music interfaces with that it's like it's like a divine communication almost and so i can see the other side of that coin being they're subverting that with shit like Well even, you know, even let's not have- let's just say there's not some like backtracking
2: on, on a, a you know, a thing where if you play it backwards you hear fucking hail Satan or whatever the case may be. Yeah. But like just think about a concert in and twisted of twisted sister
4: in them. I buried Paul.
2: <laughs> think about just being at a concert in and of itself you know and, and like I, I had a mom with you when i was a, a youngster i went to so much live music all the fucking time yeah. and i remember being packed yes. in with thousands of people screaming in unison the lyrics at the fucking people on the stage yeah. almost chanting the fucking lyrics you know yeah. and to the point where it's almost like it's a form of like mass hypnosis you know like it, uh you go to a comedy show and like everyone's fixated on what this guy's saying and you know like it's it it affects you especially in a setting dude and it's that mob mentality shit almost too where like you see a couple people doing it and then like it's like oh shit and you get you catch that vibe almost
3: you you mentioned a mob mentality and isn't that how cults work i mean isn't that how they get everybody on the page of drinking some fatal kool-aid nobody wants to die but you get a thousand people to drink this fucking kool-aid that kills them all it's it's that that sense of like almost community that you get and and it The music helps facilitate that at an event like a concert.
2: No, absolutely. Um, but uh, get, getting back to the uh, the, to the actual story, um, we know about the trampling, but then there's there's also been reports, Adam, I I couldn't find a lot on this, but I know you told me a little bit about this. Uh, TMZ reported Saturday that a quote source connected to Astroworld told them that someone in the crowd went crazy and began injecting people with some sort of drug. The Hollywood Reporter, uh, this. The Hollywood yeah, reporter so. cited two sources saying that police were looking into drug spiking incidents in the area of the festival where the chaos first began the sources said that it appeared to have been targeted unknowing people and that the crowd surge may have resulted from a panic where attendees ran from safety or for safety
3: yeah i'm just running around shooting everybody up with insulin i'm like here you go here you go here you go here you go.
4: <laughs> yeah uh, so there was someone running around with uh syringes full of fentanyl and oh. they went up to a couple of security guards that were helping people up off the ground, or someone who was convulsing, and they pinprick them in the neck, and then they had to be resuscitated with Narcan. Yeah, so um, let, me,
3: let me spell this out for some dum dums on the internet, because I've heard a few podcasts lately that speculated about this shit and people uh, talking out their ass. Frankly, listen,
2: we got well, when, not to cut you off. We got we got kaz in the chat too. Like this is ever changing, ever evolving with the details. And yeah, said well, that the cops walked yeah. that back today.
3: Let it never be said that the creatures don't have their fingers on the pulse of the modern culture. We're learning about this as, as even as the show goes on, as we're recording, we're learning. Yeah, we
4: are, we are the bleeding edge of stupidity. So we're <laughs> we here. the
2: bleeding edge of mental research. <laughs> T-shirts come That's soon. Official.com. <laughs> bleeding edge of stupidity shirts come soon.
3: <laughs> Actually, Cass, yeah, that would be a fucking awesome shirt. And just in time for the holidays, too, guys. Let's get on that. Uh, But but I think what I'm trying to say is that when somebody is unconscious and you're at a concert, you suspect that it might be some kind of drug overdose. When you feed them Narcan, if they're unconscious because of drugs, the Narcan works and brings them back. If they're unconscious for any other reason, like they got punched in the head hard enough to just turn them off and reset them real quick or or their low blood sugar or whatever they pass out, Narcan doesn't work. When Narcan works, it's because it's yeah. of narcotics. Yes, it's because they're out because of drugs. They've overdosed. If they're having a hypoglycemic event or if they're unconscious because of, like, head trauma, CTE, you can spray that Narcan in their nose all you want, and they're going to come back when they want to come back. So this, uh, isn't, and- this isn't like Pulp Fiction. Narcan this, works, this
2: isn't like I'm stabbing gonna- the needle in Pulp Fiction. It's is different yeah that, not, no. this is
3: not stabbing the needle okay. in Pulp Fiction it's okay. not adrenaline so Narcan doesn't work like adrenaline works so the adrenaline works sort of they depicted it sort of like Narcan works in real life in real life Narcan really does help bring somebody out from that kind of drug-induced stupor but it's it's specific to drug use you can't just use like it's not like smelling salts in the movie when they give them the smelling salts and they like pop up in the movies sure that that might work for the CTE, but the fact is, Narcan is specifically designed to counteract the depressive results of things like fentanyl and heroin. So, if Narcan worked, like I could huff Narcan right now, it's not going to do anything for me because I don't have any heroin in my bloodstream that you know of. But uh, if if Narcan works on a on an unconscious person, that is right there. That's proof positive that they one hundred
4: percent. One hundred percent. I mean, I know that the the cops are backtracking it and and walking it back. I think they're trying to do a little bit of damage control, right? I think so, everybody
2: is. I mean, this, this we. I
4: mean, of course, it's, it's Everybody's madness. being sued,
2: dude. Everybody's
3: fucking being right. sued right now.
4: Right. So Live Nation's being sued. Travis Scott is being sued. Somehow, I
3: mean, ten people dying at your fucking concert. You tend to get
4: sued. Right. There's just so much, man. Like I don't know where to where to go with this next but well i was they were you know there was more than one account of people being like yeah like i had an adverse effect from someone stabbing me with some something uh, people are having fucking seizures for what you know what i mean like is it anaphylaxis is it they're not getting air is it that they're using like some sort of sound cannon and adversely affecting maybe something that was put in their fucking banana time. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, maybe they were turning on, on a they ooh, were ooh, turning ooh. on a fucking button. You They're know, like, the who knows? That's a, a whole fucking extra fucking layer. That time. Time.
3: That's, That's a whole extra layer. That fucking... They're getting out the key fob. They're hitting the fucking remote start on fucking banana time. I'm fucking telling you. <laughs> if you're not watching this on YouTube, people, you're missing out. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I meant to. Uh, I meant to share this when we were talking about the uh, the people giving their
2: accounts. We do have that video that you wanted me to pull, Adam, uh, with the uh, the person that was there, basically giving her account of what uh, what was going on. Do you want me to pop that on?
4: Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a little long. It's about a minute and a half, but. You know, she kind of goes into and if if you want to see this for yourself, right, and take this with a grain of salt, obviously, uh we are just we're reporting and speculating. We don't know a lot anything of, of what's going on, on. Obviously. This is the right. creatures of the night. We are the bleeding edge of stupidity. Just welcome. <laughs> but if you want to see it, you know, you could just uh search hashtag Travis Scott or Astrofest on TikTok and Instagram. We can put and, a link in the
3: show notes too.
4: We can right. And it. we'll have links in the show notes and things of that nature, but it's Brooke three, three, three. Leot. It's, it's three, three Elliot, but the E in Elliot is a three. She was there and she recounts her horrific tale of what she describes as literal hell. Um, so uh, Chris, if you can please, and thank you, bear with us, everyone.
2: Yeah, well, and and just to real quick to piggyback on that, what I was going to say is a lot of the information that's coming out is eyewitness account. And, I mean, take that for however you take eyewitness account on any of the shit that we talk about. If you saw somebody that was saying, I'm going to tell you about the time I saw a UFO or I ran into fucking Bigfoot or I was at a goddamn World concert and, you know, everybody was was fucking lifeless corpses. I mean, it all kind of falls in the same bucket. So you got to, I mean, you either believe it or you don't, you know?
0: Coming on here to talk about my
4: experience. Whoa. Come on, bitch.
3: <laughs> Freaky. <laughs> I guess Grand Jan missed my Gore story, thankfully.
4: Thank but Thank Jesus.
3: You know, yeah. Definitely don't rewind this and listen to it. This is not cooperating.
4: The production
3: well, you know value. I think, I think it's clear that you're an op. You've proved it to us with your opish. Hey, well, technology. you
2: send me on fucking TikTok. What do you want, dude?
3: i didn't send you on Shoot. tiktok the cia sent you on tiktok you fucking op all right yeah you work for the
4: cia you op,
3: you op. all right relax, relax is it okay is
4: it just me or is when the two circles go over her face it kind of looks like she's got a hitler mustache it's a
3: fucking hitler mustache <laughs> it really is she's yeah right. she
4: looks like she belongs in fucking antarctica maybe she yeah. does she's a reptilian
3: she's gonna remove her face and she's gonna have this whole reptile face
4: i would say probably try and uh probably try and reload that and see if it'll work.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'm working
2: on it now.
4: Fucking that good Floridian internet. Um, oh, you're just chewing on your shit to um to kind of buy us some time before that happens. I was listening to some old Critches of the Night episodes and it's good to hear Chris on the mic again. Yeah. It makes me feel nice. Uh you know, early when he liked podcasting, he did talk a lot of shit and he was here with us uh, Jay. Yeah. And it's kind of nice to see him again. You know what I mean? Before he got his banana time activated.
3: Are
2: you done? Are the both of you quite done?
4: (laughs) Oh, we're quite done.
0: I'm coming on here to talk about my experience at Astrofest. It is extremely traumatizing. I've never experienced anything like that in my entire life. Probably because I've never been surrounded by so many lifeless bodies
2: now lifeless bodies do you mean do you think she means that in the literal or just people that are like you know struggling to breathe and they're they're in the the midst of this fucked up situation
4: well i mean literally how many lifeless bodies have you been around it's a handful right like living a life (laughs) like being a fucking 21 year old blonde white chick from houston i couldn't imagine it being a lot right Mm. um but uh I mean, she sounds spooked, so...
0: I haven't been able to stop thinking about what was happening all around me. It was so demonic. The energy was so demonic. The set was demonic. Travis was demonic. We were literally in hell. Like, it felt like we were in hell. Nobody could breathe. We were all suffocating. Everybody around me was suffocating. We were standing on our tiptoes and all you see is everyone around you, chins up gasping for air and that's all you see around you. There was no room for mosh pits. There was no room to breathe. We couldn't even breathe. We didn't even have enough room to like, I'm sore. Like like this hurts to take a deep breath today. Like we couldn't even breathe in there because everyone's bodies were literally suffocating us. Suffocating us so I mean, bad like that people means. were bleeding out of their mouths and their nose. People were screaming bloody murder, literally, begging for help from anybody. There was nothing that anybody could do. The floors were covered in bodies. You're doing your very best. We're, we're fighting for our fucking lives. We're doing our very best to stay up. You couldn't even put your foot on the ground. You're stepping over other people. You're stepping over other people's shoes, just trying to fucking breathe. I'm surrounded by unconscious bodies. I don't even know if these people were alive. There's, there's just people all around you with their eyes rolled in the back of their heads, just being moved with the crowds. There was nowhere we could go. We we're trying to push back. We we're trying to push back to get out and we're just getting pushed forward. We're just getting pushed deeper into the crowd. There's sinkholes of people in the crowds all around me. like if i would have if I would have hit the floor, I would have never gotten up. You can see like adults holding their children up, like trying to get them to safety. There's kids like pissing and shitting themselves for as a trauma response like imagine going to your first concert and like you this is how you think like concerts are like it took us thirty minutes to get out of the crowd, and we were in the back as we finally get out. You just see people running out bawling lips blue there's people they're, they're dragging dead bodies out of the crowd dead bodies and travis knew travis had a bird's eye view on everybody and could see everything he was asked multiple times to stop and his responses are you know what you were here for something like that and let's rage so
2: that's a lot obviously
3: yeah that sounded like a lot There was like mad echo i think jeff beezy is um uh, bezius? Okay. bezius yeah <laughs> however you say his fucking name what do you what, what do you fucking want from me i'm supposed to know how to pronounce a fucking stranger's name i don't fucking know this guy fire what, what, well, what do you want well viewers? luckily uh, luckily for you uh
2: it sounded fine on the recording so it'll be fine in the episode
3: all right Great. well our live viewers have just uh surged a uh travis scott <laughs> concert and they've trampled motherfuckers to death
2: uh-huh. Well, she, she she did bring up a couple of points too that we uh, we failed to mention thus far. Is uh, did he know? Like, if we are just taking this as this was a concert and it was a tragedy and it might have been oversold and just uh, you know yeah. uh, something happened and there were no yeah. nefarious things, did he know and could he see? Because it's been yeah. it's been. Uh it's been said a couple of ways when you're on stage and you got the lights and you got the, the, the reverbs coming mm-hmm. back at you. You can't really hear and see what you yeah. think that that person could hear and see. I, I
3: believe our, I believe a friend of the show, Deej, Deej from Florida, a uh, good friend of the creatures uh did mention on his most recent episode uh, of his podcast that, uh and it's true when you're on stage performing, there are lights shining on you to illuminate you that are very, very bright. It's very difficult to see details of what's occurring in the crowd in front of you. And in fact, it may be possible that he wasn't able to see like what we can see from the photographs uh, because he was just blinded by the lights. We have to at least consider. I, I, I don't think we would be doing our due diligence if we didn't at least consider the idea that Travis Scott is just a guy who likes to make money and 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 have sexual intercourse with. Kardashians and money allows him to do that. And so, you know, the satanic shit, all of the imagery, that's something that he's leaned into because it gets him attention and sells tickets and stuff and gets people talking about him on the internet, like us, assholes. We might even be playing into his screen in his schemes. But you know, we we might have to think about him like an Ozzy Osborne. I mean, Ozzy Osborne bit the head off a of bat like forty fucking years ago, right? He was all yeah, about but here, here's his the thing, shout. man.
4: People literally went up to Travis Scott during the show. They went up to the managers. They went up to cameramen. They went up and they said, stop the show. There are people chanting, stop the show, stop the show, stop the show. Like, we need help. We need help. Like, shit like that. Like, they're doing everything that they can to get attention, right? And you can even see – you can actually go right on YouTube – And uh, you could pull up the video of the actual show itself. Chris, actually. um, Here we got
2: people climbing up onto the uh, the, 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 what do you call the video? The scaffolding.
4: Yeah, the, the videographer scaffolding.
2: I mean, you can hear him in the background. He's doing his thing. And this chick is like literally on the thing in front of the camera and the lights telling like stop. They're like saying stop the show. People are fucking, you know, they need help and now it has come out too like there was that weird video where like it was just him doing auto-tune and it almost sounded like a weird type of chant he was looking at the crowd like rhythmic
4: chanting while people were fucking having epileptic seizures underneath him yeah That
2: was a clip of a a video and the full video came out. And up until that point, he actually did say, hey, get them out of here. Stop the show. Stop the show. Get them out of here. They need help. They need help. And then kind of went into that weird thing. It was almost like he didn't know what to do you know what i mean it was almost like he was trying to filibuster and he was like deer in headlights almost like shit something's happening what do i do and he just started like yo 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 yo, yo with the fucking auto tune or whatever it was weird if you see it all but if you see just that part or just the other part you can spin it an entirely different way
4: heard that and i mean again we're in here checked, chris
2: i mean i'm look i'm i'm here for it if it's fucked up i mean like obviously it's fucked up and we'll talk about it but i mean at the same time if it's not i mean like we ain't trying to make something out of nothing but i mean like the idea of occult and ritual sacrifice and blood sacrifice and you know producing energy for the magician that's not something that we've shied away from in the past i mean like i've come on here and i said that's what i thought 9-11 is that's kind of what i think like the COVID hysteria is about you know it's about bringing the vibes down collecting all that fucking negative energy you know and use it for your own purposes so i mean like I, I for one i'm with it dude i think this that's what this is hundreds of years there's been blood sacrifice you know rituals to the gods and and i mean like we're led to believe this shit doesn't happen anymore but i don't believe i don't believe that man i think it i think it still does and it's not saying that it. It produces results, but the people that do it believe in it so much that it may as well be true because they're fucking acting on it. It's like the Epstein with the adrenochrome shit; like they feel like it's real, so it might as well be real for all intents and purposes.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm 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 with you. If the effects are real, then it might as well be real because if they're abducting and harming children, then it's who cares if it's real? They're doing the thing that creates harm. So, yeah. I mean, I think the question that we have to ask ourselves at this point in our discussion, as well as having just witnessed that video from TikTok from that young lady who is uh, undoubtedly a very credible witness to all of this. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't mean to say any of that. That just came out anyway. But what we have to ask ourselves is, is like, who is this Travis Scott guy? Is, is he, will we learn something by delving into this guy that might tell us something about his motives here? Because He could be a guy just trying to get rich or he could be a guy who's worshipping the black cube on Saturn. We have to dig in. We're the creatures and we have to dig in. So what do you guys think? So let's
4: dig into some of this fucking symbology and some of this fucking satanic occulted blood worship fucking nonsense because that's what we're here to do. And we got lost in the sauce talking about air supply and fucking TikTok videos. I'm I'm
3: 743 years old so don't call it nonsense. I've
4: been (laughs) I've been worshiping Satan since the 1300s, so.
3: Okay, so just
2: <laughs> uh, a, just and also
4: a- that photo. I remember the name of the um, the painting that we were discussing. It's called Christ in Limbo. Uh, so look that up on your DuckDuckGo and uh, print that out and hang it above your couch if you're a fucking good Christian. Bing. Yeah, definitely use Bing.
2: Well, a couple of bullet points about uh, about Travis and the you know. Pa- painting the picture and making the case that he is, you know, leaning more towards the dark art side of things, and not just, you know, uh, trying to be edgy for the sake of uh, being a pop star and uh,
4: edge lord shit.
2: I'd, li- I, you know, I want to, I want to give a shout out to Isaac Weisbord for a lot of this stuff too, because he did a very comprehensive deep dive on all this shit. Uh, IlluminatiWatcher.com is his website. He's wrote a bunch of books about all this shit, not just Travis Scott, but like a lot of people that are in the uh, the forefront of uh, pop culture culture and entertainment and how the symbology is there and you just need to know what to look for. Uh so first things first, Travis Scott isn't his real fucking name. You kind of uh, okay. a- alluded to that earlier, Jason. That's his yep. uh that's his magical name because the his, Dark Arts magician is like
3: bad French.
2: Yeah, uh, the dark arts magicians have to take on the name of something else. The astral plane is where the magicians operate, i.e. astroworld. Uh, His real name is Jacques Berman Webster II. Okay, so two things can be said for that. Now that could be his wizard shit name. That could be you know what he's doing to to play into the whole fucking thing. Or it could be like like Eight Mile dude. You remember when Papa Doc got exposed and he's like his real name's Clarence? Okay, so like how gangster are you if your name is Jacques Berman Webster II? Maybe he was okay, just trying. Okay, that's gangster to, at all. Well, I mean, maybe he was just trying to you know like spice it up a little bit. I'm Jacques not Jacques Berman Webster,
3: Webster II. Sounds like a fucking white-ass trust fund, baby.
2: Something. You know what I mean? So, I yeah. mean, like, the, the argument is be Scott made much either better. way. Yeah, well, it's not. <laughs> it's 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 really not. But, I mean, I guess if you're trying <laughs> to Scott appeal. Travis Scott has
3: two first names. That's how you can tell it's fake. You got two first names.
2: Well, if you're trying to appeal to teenage white kids, I mean, he's like, hey, I'm, I'm like Chris you guys. I'm Travis Scott.
3: Y'all yeah, play
4: Fortnite?
2: <laughs> 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 I'm going to bring my my imagery back up for you uh can you guys re- actually see what that says about celebrity demonic possession
4: yeah, yeah. of course so this is kind of what you were alluding to earlier uh jason you're a super good reader yeah i can read that <laughs> so so
3: the image that chris for you those of you guys who are just listening the, the image that chris is sharing says celebrity demonic possession and the uh, text underneath it says Ritualistic concerts are very real. The recent horror event with Travis Scott is the perfect example of energy harvesting through demonic possession. When you demonically possess the biggest artists and celebrities, they are then worshipped by the masses. These are the results. Bodies get snatched. These artists are not present in their own vessel, and the goal is to hijack those in a vulnerable state and take you with him. These events are all controlled, riddled symbolism, the chance to the screen, writing programs and lyrics. You are going on a ride that you are not adept for. These concerts are
4: huge r- rituals designed as art. Thanks. Uh, but, I mean, it's right. You're right. You're so right. Like, Thanks. you know, even singing earlier the words to Air Supply, you know what I mean? Like, if you say them enough, people are going to – you. know. You sing come sail away by sticks. Yeah. Right?
3: Sticks is fucking awesome. <laughs> sticks is awesome dude. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for that. Sticks is fucking awesome. You know what I mean? If I don't I'm care like what he says I'm old as shit, I love sticks.
4: If I'm like come sail away, come sail away. There's a, it's a rhythmic chant. You know what I mean? Everyone's like, "Oh, come sail away with me." Yeah. I got it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, and that's something I wanted to actually key on when you guys were talking earlier about, you know, like the, uh, you know, putting the shit in the songs. It uh, maybe there's not even anything like, you know, a subtrack of the song that's like, you know, hooking people, but like they've done studies on this. They've done like mind studies where like if you hear something X amount of times, then you're like into it, you know what I mean? And there was a, there was a theory that his SoundCloud got blew up and that's why he became a thing to begin with, like almost like the podcast promotion guys, you know, like hey, pay for listens or whatever, and they inflated his SoundCloud and made him a thing and kept pushing him to the forefront and you hear his songs two three four times and then it's like oh yeah okay he's he's a thing you know and you accept him in you know in and then he goes from there he grows from there
3: so what you're saying is that the bangladeshi uh, uh, podcast promoters are like a real thing i should call misha
2: if you still have Yo, the credentials. Yo,
3: shout out to Misha. <laughs> fucking Misha. If that's you know a, who Misha is, you're a real OG of this fucking inner circle thing we got going on. I was yeah. going to say,
2: that's another story for another day, man. Like, I'd if love to get If you into know that. who
3: Misha is, you've heard that episode of Swiping that me and Chris reported <laughs> like two years ago. Talk
4: about fucking Misha ass. Oh, my God. Like, we literally stopped everything we were doing, all of us, at the same time. And bombarded this guy and asked him to be our boyfriend and to send us pictures. Yeah, I and he sent us a good. picture of his face Topless. with his nipples.
3: Yeah, his, his nipples. Yeah. We bullied this man on the other side of the earth, and we fucking gang raped this poor bastard. I mean, it was the most fucking hilarious night of my life. I'm giggling in bed at like one in the morning, and my wife is like, "Shut the fuck up!" and and we're just like texting back and forth, and we're just taking turns with this guy. Oh my God, Misha! Fuck, that was the best night of my life, Misha. Thank you. The best night <laughs> so of my good. life,
2: he says. <laughs> uh,
4: but back back to the symbolism and back to yes, the uh, madness that is the occultic. But you're you're absolutely correct. Like Travis Scott has been popular for what seven years, five years, six years, something along those lines, and they did what a lot of people at that time were doing, especially with their Instagram and and their YouTube pages and their podcasts and things. And they just like, they bumped it up. They professionally, they paid for listens. Right. Uh, And then he knew that he didn't belong. Right. So then he did something to fit in. Right. So what do you do? You go full fucking Jimmy page. You sell your fucking soul to Satan. and uh, You start getting into those fucking Epstein circles. You start going into blood magic. You, Oh, The president is black. He's cool. Let's go to the White House. Oh, you meet some sort of White House aide. He brings you to a fucking party where you got to wear a mask. And all of a sudden, you're sucking on some bitch's thumb and there's a cut in it. uh, Yeah, straight up like you got to do secret handshakes and and shit in a bag and throw it across the room and then stand up and sit down real fast. Otherwise- I mean,
3: all the shit that Stanley Kubrick did not got away with, like faking the moon landing, for one. But <laughs> that's a subject for a different episode. But two, the fact that they whacked Stanley Kubrick over fucking Eyes Wide Shut ought to tell you what a fucking documentary of truth yeah. that fucking movie is. Everybody, go watch Eyes Wide Shut. They whacked fucking Stanley Kubrick over that shit. It's the fucking God's honest truth.
2: And that, yeah, that was uh, depicting all those like uh, Bohemian Grove type characters. Yeah, yeah, wearing
3: a mask, yeah. powerful individuals who are concealing their identity. Meanwhile, they're taking advantage of these young ladies. They're fucking murdering, burying them in fucking holes in the desert. I don't even know, but but it's dark arts shit. And we honestly, we got to do a creature feature on Eyes Wide Shut one day because I that movie that. is... Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Yes. That is as that could be a good bonus episode for us because that's as creatures as it gets. That fucking movie is so creepy because honestly, it's what actually happens in the world. That shit happens. Well,
4: I think the most egregious, the most egregious thing that they did in that whole movie is uh, they had Tom Cruise stand on a box so that he was the same height as Nicole Kidman. <laughs> It wasn't <laughs> yeah. didn't that movie end their marriage
2: too? I think that movie ended their marriage. If sure, sure did. Yeah. Yeah. Sure did. You
4: want to know why? Because the elites that hang out in the Scientology circles, they For were like, Yo, you gotta lose sure. this bitch. Nah, sure. You gotta lose this bitch. We'll bump uh, so you up to
2: a level twenty three uh uh whatever super space magician if you dump this bitch.
4: Ezekiel Mount. You'll become an Ezekiel Mount if you wanna uh so Chris keep hitting me, baby.
2: Travis Scott's first album was called Owl Pharaoh, and it had the symbolism of the owl on the cover, which obviously, when you look at the history of the cult, the owl represents knowledge, and the knowledge refers to Lucifer, the enlightened one, the light bearer who bestows upon man the forbidden knowledge. That's why they do this stuff. It's for the forbidden knowledge of Lucifer. Now, in 2019, Travis Scott was in the Super Bowl halftime show and came down as the fallen angel from the roof. Even had the Eye of Fjord, which is a satanic symbol for the eye, around the same time had his highest in the room track and the symbolism of the artwork for the single, and the video shows ladder ascending into the clouds, which is very Luciferian as well. Do you guys remember the two two 2019 Super Bowl halftime show?
4: I sure do. He came in from the roof of uh, wherever it was down during Maroon 5, right?
3: So the, the 2019 Super Bowl, was that the year that that my wife was saving your life during that like she was no, providing, like this was the year, like the year prior she was like fucking she got the thing she fucking like shocked you back to life after you almost died getting locked jawed on a fucking cheesesteak or th- this or? was
2: this was the year prior before that okay so uh okay. Th- thank you for letting me relive that story for the 700th time in the last three <laughs> weeks on every inner circle show but no this was a year before that that super bowl okay. and uh okay i actually have it if you want to see it yeah
3: let's check yeah. it out yeah. yeah i don't remember Fuck it so let's check it out i'm, su- I'm super i thought that might have been say. because we were resuscitating you we're bringing you back to life no no yeah. not, not near death time. experience that you had that made you so spiritual yeah 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 yeah, yeah. gone on you with your pick and roll young flamey you in single mode.
2: obviously you see him come down he's on fire crash land the whole the whole fucking thing and i mean zeus is in the chat going wild right now and again kind of making the point that we made earlier about whether it's real or not or whatever whatever the case is i mean he's still doing it you know what i mean he's acting on it he might not know what he's doing you know like you said he might not know what he's
3: doing but he's fucking with fire worth mentioning I definitely think it bears, bear's mentioning is Lucifer, right? The, the word Lucifer means light bearer. And the um, the legend always is that, you know, he, he was shot down from heaven. And because he was the light bearer, he was like a comet, like roaring through the sky. It was this blinding light that roared with Lucifer when he was cast out of heaven. So that imagery that we just witnessed during the Super Bowl performance, I think is a direct reference to these... Um, you know, legendary accounts of Lucifer being cast out from heaven. It's almost as if Travis Scott in this imagery is being cast out of heaven and down to the Super Bowl, which is awesome. That being said,
2: I love that song, so I'm kind of conflicted here in this whole thing because, like, yeah. I do play that song quite often, and I, I I do enjoy it, and it's been stuck in my head the entire week that I've been trying to put together shit for this episode. Like, without even hearing it, it's just been in my head, and I've been humming it and shit. So, whatever the method is from the fucking magician, it's it's worked on my
3: simpleton ass.
4: They fucking earwormed you, dog. They did earworm me, and, and I'm okay with it. I
3: like it. an hour ago, that's the whole point. Music is right. powerful like that. They can get their message inside their f- in, inside your fucking head. Well, and like we've we've uh,
2: alluded to tonight and on previous episodes, uh, I wanted to read this about the revelation of the method. The Luciferian globalists do tell us what they have planned for us through books, movies, news, TV, and monuments. If you're not awake enough to understand that they're telling you what they're going to do, it's to you. It's your fault from their perspective. That's why they put it in front of you. If you don't understand what's happening, they're absolved of all guilt karmically or, you know, spiritually or whatever the fuck it is. It's on y'all.
4: Yeah. Shout out to the Georgia
3: Guidestones in them. I'm from Georgia. I've seen them. Them bitches. Uh,
2: Everybody knows everything about you, Jason.
4: I don't think everybody knows everything about me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So where where are we? I thought
4: you were going to go. I thought you were going to go into everything about you. Uh, Yeah. That's generally. We don't have that kind of time. It's generally where that goes next. Do we think that rap is just going through its goth phase and idolizing people like Marilyn Manson, who happens to be a honorary, not only an honorary member, but an honorary priest in the satanic cult and church of Satan. Or do you think that this is like some real, this just happens to be the flavor of the week, right? Flavor of the year, whatever it is. Um, yeah and there are there is some actual dark arts trippy shit that's going on yeah my my
3: sense to answer your question my sense is that for the most part 95 percent, maybe more is flavor of the week it's like oh it's cool to do this satan thing little nas x gave satan a lab dance and sold some fucking nikes and it it, it becomes this like sort of trend like oh, it's cool. It was cool 40 years ago when Ozzy bit the head off the fucking bat and we're going to bring that shit back and, and everything's cyclical. Most of it, I think, is people seeking attention. But with that said, there's somebody paying them. There's somebody right, who might hierarchy. be
4: capitalizing on this.
3: 100 fucking percent. You just you just picked up exactly what I was laying down. Thank right. You.
4: Well,
2: it's funny, like, I, I had this thought, too, when I was putting this together, how, you know, when we were kids, like, you bring up Marilyn Manson, and I always thought Marilyn Manson was kind of like a fucking joke, even when he was popular. Like, I, was, yeah, I wasn't into him. Sure. I thought we kind of laughed at him, you know? It was like, you, come on, dude, really?
3: And, you know, I remember... Yeah, like, I'm not afraid of somebody who had a fucking bar mitzvah. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I'm not fucking afraid of you. <laughs> well, I... was a re- fucking Satan worshiper. You fucking got $1,000 on your fucking bar mitzvah. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I, I
2: remember, I remember being a kid at that time too, and like the the parents and the teachers and everybody you know the authority figures were freaking out about that the same way you know like i remember watching things like you said about ozzy osborne uh he had yeah. he had a couple songs where like there was supposedly some you know shit where it got a gotta kill himself or some shit you know and uh al gore's wife and everything you know like there was a whole big push on censorship and all that and i remember at the time thinking it's just music and now here we are uh you know 25 years later and we're talking about the same shit that those people were talking about and i don't want to do that you know i don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, the the, the music and the, the, the you know, but I feel like almost they the like us as kids kind of maybe grew up and raised our kids a little bit differently, and now that generation is, is is you know the the fruits of that are at the forefront, and now even like the kids that are latching on to you know seeing all this shit, they're going to raise their kids just a little bit differently, and it's a long fucking game, you know. Are you
3: are you with me on that? One hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's all about like. You can make these sort of small nudges in culture and you can move things in a certain direction that happens over generations and makes it less perceptible because people don't they don't notice because it doesn't all happen at once. You know, like uh, our parents' generation was a little different. Our grandparents' generation was a little different. Maybe our kids' generation is going to be a little different. And it's all about kind of moving the needle bit by bit, generation by generation to achieve what these reptilian lizard people want to achieve
2: (laughs) well even speaking generationally i mean like you brought up uh, led zeppelin adam and i didn't know anything about that and uh a point that was brought to me through uh uh, preparing for this show was the original woodstock and like how it was like around the time of like psychedelics and like maybe the the ultra shit and like was there anything fishy with the original woodstock and because i mean like even like i mean
4: other than other than consenting adults hanging out in the and having unprotected sex with complete strangers and jimmy Hendrix doing enough fucking lsd that he fucking blew his brain out so hard that he had to be killed because he knew fucking too much uh no i don't know that just sounds like a part we need to do a woodstock episode because
3: honestly there's shit here to be mined not only is the 60s at that time in the 60s the hippie uh, era super nostalgic for a lot of people but also There was an awakening, a mass cultural awakening that was happening at that time that was unparalleled to anything that had come before it, right? People were waking up. And like you said, Chris, the use of psychedelics in the 60s exploded. They had not been used prior to the 60s to the degree that they were now available. And people were using these mind-expanding drugs. People were experiencing this music, which we've talked about extensively in this episode, can really impact your thought patterns and the way that you think. And these artists that were coming out then were so – they were like on the light side of things. You know, Guys like Jimi Hendrix weren't trying to enslave us to the powers of the Saturn time cube. (laughs) Hendrix was trying to wake us up. Hendrix was trying to enlighten us. And for some of us, he did. But – but the idea is that there was some shit going on back then, and Woodstock is very much uh, important, and there was CIA was hugely, hugely active in the '60s too. We're talking about height of the Cold War, so much money being spent on the CIA and other like black ops, off the book shit then you got no fucking idea what we got now that came out during the sixties. They did research on these poor bastards at Woodstock. They were dosing these poor motherfuckers with some shit. MK ultra style fucking Ted Kaczynski, bro. Ted Kaczynski, bro.
4: Ted Kaczynski was part of the MK ultra project. Right. And then he just happened to like, go and destroy like a federal building to like blow up some shit. Like it's, it's very easy to play Tipper Gore here and say that bands like The Doors, and The Beatles, and things of that nature were, uh, well, yeah, like like we alluded to earlier, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, they were conjuring the devil, even uh, holding a minor seance by lighting your guitar on fire and and trying to raise the yeah. flames just to be.
3: I yeah, I don't. I don't know that Jimi Hendrix was was a dark arts guy my sense my gut no,
4: no 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 but he but, but light like light. Let,
3: I think he sacrificed right. his you know even the god of the old testament did demand sacrifices from the pious I think honestly I think Jimi Hendrix was an incredibly talented guy I mean it was almost angelic his talent and I think he was willing to sacrifice that to the benefit of humanity
4: well I'll tell you his agent most certainly was and that's <laughs> why he killed him uh, I <laughs> but, you know, uh, Janis Joplin, you know, we talk about some wizardry. We talk about some, like, deep meditative, like, mind-altering vocals. Like, yes that siree, bitch Bobby will McGee. fucking she'll put you into a trance boy well that's and, and that, that's uh, that's
2: the point too dude like everything is energy man like what you're saying with, right. what jimmy's doing with the fire and what you're saying with janice just commanding with that voice man i mean like it it stirs up the fucking energy and that's at the end of the day what it's all about you know it's a cultivation of the fucking energy shit yeah i mean there is so, there is there's a couple more uh imagery things that i want to touch on and then one one other side point that i wanted to make before we get out of here too i, w- I want
3: to ask you a, cre- a question chris and i guess that is the thing that we were contemplating a few minutes ago who is travis scott and is this intentional on his part or is this just a fuck up some big concert got out of control what do you think
2: personally i've been I've been thinking, and no one that I know that I've listened to or that I've read or anything has mentioned this as a possibility. But I'm very uh, I'm interested in the uh, the idea that he might be being controlled by the Boules, which is a black secret society, kind of like uh, the Freemasons to a degree. Uh, they and I have a whole fucking thing on that too, but I don't think we have time to get into that. We could do that another episode. But basically, bro, I mean,
4: you you could touch on it for sure, though, right?
2: It, what, what basically what it is, like I said, it's like a, it's a secret society. It's a black secret society that started as a fraternity and it guides the, the, the careers of these people. And sometimes they know it and sometimes they don't and
4: Yeah, and, like Jay Z. Jay Z was one of those guys that had that happen to them.
2: Well, I mean, I, I, this might be sacrilege, but fucking LeBron James, dude. I mean, like,
4: yeah, one hundred percent. The Kobe 100%. shit, one hundred
2: percent. The Kobe shit that happened. I heard that that was because Kobe wouldn't comply. You know, I mean, like the list goes on, and we can get into that another another time. You know, and really, really dig deep into that because it's very interesting. But I think that possibly uh, that might be, because like I said, like the artist themselves might not be aware of it, but the people that, you know, handle them, their managers, their, you know, their, their people above them are, are in, and they're guiding them in that, that way. So, I mean, like, I think that that could be a thing. Do I think he's uh do I think that he's a, a, a possessed or he's an actual demon? I mean, it's, I don't rule out anything, dude. It could be. He he just could be like like Zeus has been screaming about for an hour in the chat. He just could be a fucking nerdy kid that's trying to like hit on something to sell records. Who knows?
3: Well, if he's a nerdy kid, I mean, he's hanging out with Bill Clinton in this fucking picture I'm sharing. I'm just saying. Well,
2: and whenever you whenever you bump elbows with the Clintons, I mean, like
3: you can't be up to any good, right? <laughs> I mean, these are these are these are fucking saturnists. 100%. I mean, we all know this. Everybody agrees. 100. Well, Well, they are actively eating babies. So like if. I think uh, Bill Clinton's chewing on a baby in this picture. (laughs) Did you see that picture? Bill Clinton
4: seen here watching a child be having his entrails ripped out and his wife bathing in their blood. What the
3: United States government did was shameful. (laughs) What What Travis Scott did was shameful. Absolutely. He harvested those souls. Do you believe that shit? Did you hear that thing about the... There were images of eight different people, like eight silhouettes, like walking walking across the screen, see you on the other side... And eight people died that day. Well,
2: here let me let me let I me frame this up for you. Those souls, what do you think? Le- well, let me frame this up for you. For this exact sh- show, you see strange symbols in the artwork promoting the show. You'll see the hands with the all-seeing eyes inside the hands. This is the all-seeing eye, the third eye, the pineal gland, whatever fits into the idea of human blood sacrifice. Then you got oh, text the one on the that's side. in our logo. Yeah, yeah, that would be the one. Then you got, then you got some text on the side that says see you on the other side, like you said. And then that was actually in the portal of his backdrop. It was in the middle of the portal. See you on the other side. On the same Astroworld artwork, you see the phrase open your eyes to a whole new universe. There's a graphic shown of a person walking through a doorway or, or a portal into this new reality or realm. And like we showed earlier, when the concertgoers arrived on the grounds to the Astroworld, they walked through the skull. Uh, it's a Freemason idea. You face death. That's what the rituals usually are. You face death so you can be spiritually reborn into something else. And that was even on his shirt. He had this shirt of like red and red people walking into Show a portal, us. turning into blue. I don't. Show I up. don't have that one queued up, Jason. Thank you for yeah, putting it on say. the shirt, I've had seventy-nine fucking images showed up, but that's the one I don't. So thanks for for asking for that one.
3: Nine. <laughs>
2: Uh, all the logos from the show it it, it shows That's you whack. all the all the oh, the all seeing eyes in that the overtop was a pyramid like you're saying these p- these figures are walking across the pyramid in the back uh which uh looks exactly like the sacrificial temple of Chichen Itza yeah i mean i know it's I, it's I know you know that it's jason it's at the top of at the top of the pyramid they're they're spiraling to a new realm and you see the same spiral in the o of the astral world too like you know the actual text and that represents the evolution of man, the entrance to a new dimension or world, which is ironically the name of the new album that Travis Scott is working on called Utopia, The New World. Oh! He
4: also has an EP coming out to pair with it called Dystopia. Oh, um, shit. So let's see where that goes.
2: Well, and this is one thing, too, that I thought was interesting, too, is the location and the timing, because like we said, in the right up front, it was at Energy Park. Nrg acronyms of a company, but it's energy. Do you know what it yeah, used? Right. Do you know what it used to be before? Like stadiums started getting, you know, bought out by corporate sponsors, and like you had Candlestick Park and Soldier Field and things like that. Do you know what it used to be? What's that? The Astrodome. Yeah, it
4: makes sense. Perfectly appropriate. I don't believe
2: Astrodome. in coincidences, man. I really don't.
4: Yeah. Well, maybe now. They if I guy. could play, if I could play Jason Elmy here, you if I'm guess. not mistaken. Uh, I'm fucking great, and everyone listen to me. That was my impression. Uh, <laughs> Finally, no there with that deadpan fucking Scott, look. Travis Scott face. is from Travis Scott is from Houston, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm.
4: and that's why he called it Astro World because that was like it's a play on the Houston Astros, right? Now take that for what you will, but to to advocate the devil as we do here. What a choice um, of words. Right, oh, like that? it's almost like I've done this show before. <laughs> Sorry, Zeus, I don't know what to tell you, man. Go it's get it's high,
3: heavy, it's heavy vibes tonight, really. Super heavy, heavy vibes. vibes, dude. Zeus wants us to open uh, the phone hate. lines for Christ's
2: sake. He's got thoughts that he can't convey in just text, he wants to oh, yell I at us you. verbally.
3: Munch some fucking hemp bombs and down some whiskey and give us a call. Shit. It's some creatures. <laughs> One
2: point that I wanted to make, and I don't
3: know if I'm hijacking you, Adam. I don't know if you were done.
4: Is no, the- I just wanted to I just wanted to allude to the Houston Astros, him being from Houston, it being probably a play on words like, Oh, I'm so yeah. spacey, ba 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 This is not I go to space, bro. Space. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that kind of shit.
2: One thing I wanted to bring up uh before we were done was the uh the Kardashian connection because
4: they go crazy, bro. Dude,
2: has anybody that's ever been connected to one of those fucking girls come out alive? I mean, they've ruined everybody's no. life that they fucking touch. Are Kanye. they the Are they the ones? Are they the witches, dude? Are they the ones are they that Satan? are fucking pulling the fucking strings here? They
3: could,
0: could be. be. I Why mean, like,
2: famous? dude, they fucking ruined Kanye. They ruined Lamar Odom. They're they're she's fucking Travis Scott up. I mean, like, Jesus Christ, dude. They had Bruce Jenner cut his dick off for Christ's sake. I mean, like, what? Where does it end?
4: Bruce Jenner still has a dick. He just got tits installed.
2: Whatever, dude.
4: But, you know, <laughs> when you're right, you're right, Jack.
2: Well, apparently I'm wrong. Shall we...
4: Shall we...
3: a big, hard vagina, okay? Big, hard Fish vagina. Shirtboard. Shirts come he's soon. He's just right? clitted up. Bro, bro, he's clitted up. He's like mad clitted. <laughs> he's
4: super clitted. Yep. Can't wait till my wife hears me say mad clitted on the internet.
3: Clitted. <laughs> clitted up. <laughs> uh, I'm
4: not even... I'm not even sorry, Chrissy. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: d- guys, uh, I, do we have any other points that we want to make? Do we want to open the phone lines? Where do we go from here? The uh, the Call the ball, Ghost Rider. Uh,
4: I mean, Zeus apparently has a whole lot that he wants to say. And if ever there is a place for Zeus to spout and spew his mindless, crazy bullshit, <laughs> it is with us. <laughs> while we awesome. spout our mindless, crazy bullshit. So as we say here on the Creatures of the Night, apparently uh, we are the bleeding edge of ridiculousness and stupidity. So yeah. uh, we welcome uh, all of those.
2: Apparently he couldn't wait. Uh, he yeah. already left a voicemail. Uh, shall I play that before I open the phone? Yeah. Lines? yeah, play yeah. The
3: Why the fuck not? <laughs> yeah, definitely play the voicemail. I mean, we're all creatures. I like to say that. It's not just the three of us. Everybody that no. listens, everybody out no, there. Absolutely gonna, not. Everybody has a creature inside their soul. We're all creatures in the night. We're all brothers and creatures in the night. <laughs> Goddamn, Ryan! Except
4: creatures of, of
3: the night. So
1: I'm currently reading Al Jorgensen's, What is it called? The Lost Gospel. We
4: don't know, dude. According
1: to Al Jorgensen. and you guys are talking about mind control, and he talks about living with Timothy Leary, you know, the father of acid, and um, how Leary would give him all of these experimental drugs. And the shit that Al Jorgensen saw was crazy. As for a concert story, I went to Aftershock. The mosh pits kind of scared me, but it was good. But, yeah, when you get that many people drinking and in a concert, it can get a little crazy. But it was not Travis Scott crazy. All right. It's metal day. Take care.
2: No fentanyl needles. It's not Travis Scott crazy.
4: Yeah, that's right. It's not. (laughs) Definitely not okay okay
1: goddamn Zeus fuck
2: it's open it's open relax he's gonna have a fucking (laughs) heart attack
3: Jesus Christ
4: open your yeah but where we're we're here here's here's my real question where's the where's new Schwabenland from YouTube how come he hasn't (laughs) called in yet
3: Fucking New Schwabenland, where are you? Dog, yeah. we're we're shining we the, the one uh, here. time when we we're talking about Antarctica. Here, welcome everybody. him,
2: welcome him for fuck's sake, Jesus Christ! Here he is, the man, the legend hey, from I from, from the know. chat, the live chat on Facebook. We have of Zeus, Doctor Zeus.
3: Good, good evening, Doctor Zeus. What's
1: up? What's up, um, What's so up brother? Someone who was Uber stoned last night. Um, Somebody. A little bit into today. When you're that, and Jason knows, when you open those doors up, the doors of perception have been cleansed. That's where the doors got their name, from Huxley. So all of this symbolism and everything, it's been done before. Black Sabbath said, hey, hey, go to the movies and get scared. Why don't we just make these records about Satan and people get scared? And that's what they did. Travis Scott is a little amateur and drake have daddy issues it's it's obvious it's evident it's cute and the followers that follow them but you know um and my friends who are practicing witches and saintness have all said this is it's funny to watch but at the same time scary because they're being blamed for it um that these little pop stars
4: would go and do that and well, that's funny, you know, Zeus. Let me, it, let me let me well, that, let me cut exactly you off. That's exactly what I was alluding to. Well, l-
2: hold on. Let me yeah. cut you. Let me cut you off there, Zeus. Because that's funny. That's kind of yeah. what I was saying about wh- whether or not it's real or true. But they're acting on it, yeah. so it may as well be true. Is that kind of what you're saying? Like they don't know what they're doing or don't grasp yeah, they don't the know full what potential. Doing
1: and, and and you know and, and and when you get drugs involved and when you've got that much money, it's like oh. I can do whatever I want. It doesn't matter. And you're I surrounded by yes call.
4: men. Yeah, of course.
1: Yes, they're it's it's the Elvis people. They are and Michael Jackson. It's oh, we can't say no to right. him. We got to say yes. You want to stay on the payroll. That's how it goes. It's well, all about well, influence. Zeus. That's
4: what that's what I was alluding to earlier because you know. Every kid that's 12 years old goes through a fucking emo phase, right? And then immediately afterwards, you know, you got all those black T-shirts. You got all that. Yeah makeup and shit you become a nihilist you become like oh like i'm goth like oh i listen to the fucking yeah. cure oh i hate everything i'm not sad yeah. i'm just disenfranchised oh mm-hmm. i'm disconnected from everything that i've ever known and then you grow out of it right so yeah. my man uh x extension what was that guy's name him yeah. little peep fucking all of mm-hmm. them all of those dudes they're all oh, yeah. they were all having yeah an emo phase right like hip-hop air quotes new pop uh, a hip-hop was having an emo phase and now they're moving on and that's what i was alluding to earlier and it's like you and i both know a ton like i know like legit witches like people that cast true spells the nickname that i was given to that I was given by those people is the pizza warlock because I always fuck around and like mm-hmm. when I'm playing Skyrim or I always joke I'm like yo I'm a fucking yeah. warlock like I'm going to fucking yeah. invoke my power upon everything I can and they're like <laughs> yo that's some real witch shit you know what I mean Yeah um, and and even even Lauren uh my my beloved she uh you know she delves into the witchy shit I mean fuck I'm whole mm-hmm. I got goddamn mm-hmm power crystals hanging around my fucking neck right now, Zeus, you <laughs> know what much, I mean? Is, is I got, a I got vial crystal skulls all over the no. place. But I'll no, tell it's an you, amethyst, I've you fucking an- Satanist. But my point <laughs> yeah, is, got- is that <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting to the point. Tens of
1: amethysts. I was watching yeah, an are- interview with Be Real of Cypress Hill, and he, they asked him, what do you think of this mumble rap? And he says, you know what, man? We came out of the golden age of hip-hop. Me, Snoop, Dre, Ice Cube, there was no mumble rap. He said, and you look at you look at NWA, they all came from Compton. They came from Compton, California. And their whole goal was, okay, we're gonna rap about what's going on around us. These are not party songs. This is like NWA crazy motherfucker called Ice Cube and, and there you go. And the same with Tupac, same with the guys from Cypress Hill. This was some real shit. So I think the hip-hop stars, I don't even call them hip-hop stars, they're pop stars of today, are just little posers. They're like, ooh, you know, because the true, for me, the true edge of hip-hop was in the 90s, well, that's, and, the, and that era is done.
2: That's kind of what, what I was trying to make, uh, make a point earlier, and, and I think we kind of yeah. went away from it real quick, is like, when did, uh, when did hip-hop turn into metal, because in our days it
4: was like Megadeth
2: yeah. and Metallica and Slayer yeah, well, and Raining if, Blood, and now if you now, think now,
4: about it, immediately following those people, Megadeth and and Slayer and things of like that was, mm-hmm. um, fucking Poison and mm-hmm. Rat and Warren and mm-hmm. fucking you know Motley yeah. Crew, and then for them for this generation, right, that was puffy that was mace yeah that was the big baller get money type shit and then the more attitude of that was like Mm ti and fat joe and things like yo i got money but i'm still kind of hard you know what i mean and that was like the punk rock and then they go from that and eventually move on from oh we're back to going hard and shit like that 50 cent up from the gutter you know what i mean that's like Mm -hmm. the re that's that's the bringing back of the true Mm -hmm. punk rock aspects of hip hop these kids yeah. that are raised on fucking ritalin and shit like are like oh i'm so sad yeah. you know i'm in touch with my feelings because they nerfed the world the world that they grew up on or the we didn't play on the same playgrounds jack you know what i mean like everything mm-hmm. is safe you put a you put a soft corner on every edge and they became soft mm-hmm. and then they were like oh, I really like hip-hop, but I got something to say. They're they're nothing more than fucking Hawthorne Heights, Jack.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) You know what I
4: mean? Like, Ohio is for lovers. All my friends are dead. It's the same shit for me. (laughs)
1: You said that just for me, you son of a bitch. (laughs) If you're aware of Motorhead and Lemmy, Lemmy of Motorhead once said that people thought that the Stones were the bad boys and the Beatles were the sissies. When in fact the Stones were from the London suburbs and the Beatles were from Liverpool, and Liverpool was a yeah. pretty tough area. Yeah. Well, the
3: Beatles so are sure.
2: overrated yeah. as fuck, so don't. Hey, have John any. John
3: Lennon could definitely fight. I mean, ask Yoko. Yeah. I think he. I think oh he. God. Fucking, not that I blame him, because honestly, if I got a yeah. crack, she's like ninety-five, and I'd still full fist punch nice. her in the eye right now. She's got all that money. Yeah, I'd take some of that yeah. too. But like, give
4: me your fucking wallet, got all bitch. All that money. <laughs>
3: Let's give a shout out to Ben because I saw Ben at Aftershock
1: and Ben can even attest to this. There was there was no issues at Aftershock. That's
2: what that's no. what I'm saying. That that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the genres have shifted. Like yeah. it's not metalheads anymore. Metalheads became yeah. hip hop kids. And so I yeah. I'm confused at where the the transition happened. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm that old man Uh yelling at the clouds Uh right now going, don't play Dungeons and Dragons. It's the devil's game. You know, like, I don't fucking know. (laughs) And I never wanted to be that guy. I was the one that was always like, Uh it's just fucking music. Jesus Christ, relax.
3: You either die a hero or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I think that's what happened to us.
1: That's what Bono said. If you live to the age of 33, they're not going to celebrate you. Hey,
2: thirty-three. That's a you that's die. a magic number, Zeus. So you're spitting. You die fire. at twenty-seven.
1: You're a legend. What's well, thirty-three
3: out. times two, bitches?
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Is All that, right, boys. Is that the hook?
4: And if you live to sixty-nine, then you eat that ass. That's right. Where's to live by? <laughs> Uh, no comment. Zeus, <laughs> Zeus, thank you so much for fucking hanging out, man. We really appreciate you're it. Welcome. Thanks for holding it down in the fucking always, chat,
2: dude. Thanks for always riding with us, man. You're, oh yeah, thanks you're, for you're having me. You are a Zeus creature yeah, super fan. We love you, man.
1: Thank you. Love you too. Metal. It's metal day. 11-11-21 Make a wish, motherfucker. Oh yeah, most definitely. All right.
4: <laughs> I- Don't I- curse I- it, my I- friend.
3: Doctor Zeus of the Doctor
2: Zeus Film Podcast, y'all.
3: Check out Dr. Zeus film podcast. That's one I listen to all the damn time. He's always talking about great movies. He recently did like this whole series for Halloween, leading up to Halloween. Like the whole, every day I'm feeling like I'm getting into the spooky mood. I just put on the Dr. Zeus podcast It's 15 minutes every single day, but he he talks about different movies, Halloween, Halloween kills, the legacy of John Carpenter and what it, how it plays into Halloween movies. He talks about history, he gets deep and it's fucking good. I'm there for it. But
4: did he do Jason in space?
3: Not yet, but we can make requests. Dr. Zeus is a man of the people. And if you ask about Jason in space, he's going to give you Jason. Talk to me about a, Jason in space. He records a
2: podcast every day, doesn't he? Isn't he one of those daily recorders? He records recorders? a podcast
3: every fucking day. They're yeah. short. I mean, it's like a 15 minute deal, so you can so
2: keep up it, with them. So be it that's yeah but i mean even still
4: that's dedication yeah the guy i can't even get you idiots to do back-to-back weeks shut up
3: (laughs) (laughs) thank you you know what hold on hold on hold on hold on
4: shut the fuck up
3: (laughs) (laughs) listen
2: you've pulled me out of whatever i was in and i did more for this episode than i've done for the last five so suck a fuck all right we're here we're back
4: was for you to hear yourself on the microphone and how fucking great you are that's that's erroneous
2: that's erroneous right
4: suck a fuck Yes. Hey, look, that's still my best joke that nobody ever heard that literally everyone stole.
3: Both ways <laughs> suck fucks.
4: Uh, I d- need you to get in one of two lines. Either one, you can suck a fuck. Jay- they all suck fucks.
2: Jason, how can the fine folks find you on the internet?
1: I am kingship of fuck mountain. Why would you fuck with me?
3: I am King Shit of Fuck Mountain. You can find me at Patreon.com slash Team Almy. That is where shit happens when you party naked lives, motherfucker. And I will send you free merch if you become a patron and listen to my fucking podcast. Please listen to my other goddamn podcast for the love of Christ. It's 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 highly entertaining and you can have it for the cost
2: of a Starbucks. It's not uh it's not
3: even a- less than a fucking Starbucks. You can't get a Dunkin' Donuts coffee for this money anymore. And Dunkin' Donuts tastes worse than something that dripped off of my ball sack. You heard it here first. Adam Simmons, where can the folks find you on the internet?
4: Earth underscore two underscore Adam on all social media platforms. Uh I am also one half of the Simmons More podcast. Whoop. Uh hashtag Sam, PC, Sam p c uh you just search us we're there hashtag 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 Uh, chris motherfucking watsky mid a f watsky where can they find you on the internet young man
2: uh personally i am at the real watsky on every social media platform but uh you can find me on the creatures of the night it's night creatures pod uh, on Instagram, Night Creatures on Twitter, and that's where I live. I get crazy with these fucks as often as I can do it. Uh, please visit our sponsors. Uh, go to hempbombs.com, use code Creatures, official.com, that's O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com, use code Creatures, and onit.com. And uh, you can save some money on all the shit and you can help us support the show. Keep this thing going because we love doing it and we can't do it without you guys. That being said, we got some good shit coming up. We're going to do a JFK episode. We got the Vatican. We're going deep on fucking Eyes Wide Shut, I hear. We're doing all kinds of crazy shit. We got some good plans. Let's just help us
0: execute them.
4: Help us execute them. Bring us back. We're here, bitch. Guys, hit us up. Slide in our DMs. Go check out Movember. Uh, Check on your friends. We love you guys. Big kiss. Mm -hmm. Ah, big kiss. Hail Satan. (laughs) (laughs)